Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast number. I don't remember what number it is. Does it matter? Doesn't matter, Pedro, does it? No, I have. I, have, I lost track, bro. <laughs> I think it's like 10 or something like that. But another edition of this show. My name is Hannibal, and I'm talking to my very good friend, the king of St. Louis, Pedro. Bet on you. Don't tell, How you don't doing? Tell, don't tell Nelly. I'm good. Don't tell Nelly. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. We'll be talking about Nelly in just a bit. <laughs> I know. I didn't think about that, but here we are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of Nelly. We're gonna have, we have a little bit of everything to talk about in this uh, show. Let's just get right. We're going to go right into what we've been listening to. Because that's yeah. how we always start the show. And also, you know, the people are in the comments below. I know I see Pull My Gig in there. What up, Pull My Gig? Um, let us know what you're listening to. We're always looking to listen to new music or even music that's already been kind of out there. I mean, any just remind me of a, a 90s artist and I'm going to listen to it. So put in the comments below, put in the chat what you've been listening to. You, you know, we all open ears here. So what have you been listening to, Pedro? So I checked out that uh, is it Big Big Kirk, right? Crit, crit, sorry, same thing. Okay. Uh, so I checked him out. I got about six songs in, right? But I checked out the latest one from this year, right? 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the first few songs, right? Like Wiz Khalifa was in it. And I, listen, I'm not a big Wiz Khalifa fan. I'm just, he's got one song for me. The Black and Yellow was cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool, he, but like he I'm not, of, you know. Yeah. I, he's all right. Not, he's, he's mid. Sorry. He's mid. He's mid. Yeah. So that's a good way of saying it. I, I couldn't get into it, man. I don't know. Maybe it was my mindset that day. I couldn't get into it. Had a few good bangers. I like the guy's flow, but I, I just couldn't. I, I don't know. I'm going to give it another shot. I only went six songs in, though. But Yeah, um, I would say, I, I would say, it also depends on the style. I think um, I only wouldn't go with, like, his latest stuff. Obviously, the latest stuff of artists, it's hard to kind of, like, you know, the latest of something would be his strongest work. Yeah. Um, but he does have some stuff that you will like and listen to. I don't know if it came out, because I know what you're talking about. It seemed like he did, like, a collab album this year. Yeah. yeah. Which, it was okay. But him, his stuff, I think with just him as like the guy, his album, there's some stuff that I know you would like. Um, he has so much work. So even if you don't like you don't like what you've heard, eventually you will go and find or come across something because he's been he, again, he rapped with everybody. So it's totally yeah, no. fine. Um I hope I get no one has talked about Nelly yet. Well, we'll we will be talking about <laughs> Nelly in just a little bit. Yeah, we um, will. So I listened. So I, I, I listened to that, and then I went back. Uh, I started listening to some old Terror Squad music, you know, Big Pun, Don Conagina, you know, yeah. Fat Joe, uh, Triple CS, Cuban Link. I was just, I was like, you know what? Let me just. They had a T, you know, TS Squad album. So I listened to some of that. Brought back some high school memories. So that was cool. Those guys were crazy. They were. They were just guys they pulled off the street. Some of those guys were grimy, which is cool. And yeah. had a little Latin flavor in there. So I would listen to that album um, two days ago, a little bit. So that was cool. Went, you know, just went old school a little bit. Yeah, Big big Pun is, uh, it, was, it was next level. Like, we, I don't think we appreciated him until he passed of yeah. how talented he was. And and everyone that was in that era from like your DMX and Jay's, like, all those people knew that he was he was special. He wasn't just an average rapper. I mean, the ability, his abilities, was like it was basically if he just kept going and he figured yeah, out the weight situation, he would have been one of the greatest. I mean, if he would have lost some weight and ate a little better, you know, he he's his because his flow, like you said, I mean, and and also his lyrics. I yeah. mean, he he could put together a lot of crazy metaphors and and do it really. You know, he was very unique, so uh, yeah. I really liked him. Yeah, yeah, and one thing too, he was able to make hit songs. That's the difference between 
the difference between being able to make a like you know throw the lyrics and the punchlines and like the really you know hip hop heads like ourselves would be like we love this but he was able to make hit records which is more difficult because you have to appeal to a broad audience and he was able to do that for a few tracks I mean yeah for sure um, you know with him and Joe you know that was a pretty damn good song so. Uh, you can't go wrong with listening to Big Pun. For me, I listened to some, like, I kind of went back to some old school stuff myself. There's a rapper that most people don't really associate like being one of the greatest or like your top rapper around. Like a lot of people don't associate him with this unless you really, really into it. And, and sometimes you have to, his name brought up, but you don't really hear about it, especially he doesn't necessarily make a lot of music right now. CeeLo Green hmm. uh, from the Gully Mob. Mm-hmm. He can, and you. I've seen, he's been in a few songs with Andre 2000. He holds his own with Andre 2000, where, you, where he'll, him and you could be, the, you know, both of them in a song, and you could debate who had a better verse. Um, super talented guy. He, he had the, you know, the the, the hits. You know, uh, Fu was like a big hit. He could, he could sing, he could rap. I think he got canceled because he said some ridiculous thing about sexual. So he he did not say the right thing. He oh, said something so off. Cause he, he he actually was getting he was actually on the Voice he was like one of those um he he crossed judging. over to the, some of the mainstream with his album he, was, he went he, he went you know hip hop and then still hip hop but kind of pop rock I don't know how to explain but he well, was yeah. you know definitely you know he got into that mainstream but super talented for sure he's like an artist you know to me more than just hip hop but yeah the group you talk about Nars Barkley. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, That's it's, what, a, yes. it's a weird thing. I loved him. I I, I think oh, great I, album. Yeah, it, it fit his personality. Like he, he was a just very eccentric dude. He just says some weird stuff. That like if you believe that, then you're gonna have some problems. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what he said. He he was basically trying to um, like apologize, minimize or, something, or yeah, minimize sexual assault. Uh, and saying a way that was not like, dude, if you really believe that, then you something wrong with you. And then after that, they just he got canceled, and yeah. uh, you don't hear from. Him. But in terms of his ability to make music, goody uh, with the Goody Mob, with Nars Barkley, extremely talented. Well, the, really Nar- the Nars Barkley song "Crazy" was the Huge. banger for the whole. Yeah. It was a song of the year back in like the early two thousands. Like that was the song of the year, like two thousand three, four, something like that. Yeah, that was, that was a cut. You know? Yeah, um, the whole album, and then yeah. even the next one, like it was just a very unique sound. And then CeeLo can sing, like no auto tune, he can sing. So mm-hmm. I was listening to that just randomly, actually. Him and Big Crit had a song, I think, and I was like, oh, I haven't heard CeeLo Green in a while. So I was just checking yeah. that out. But That's guys, cool. if, you, if you guys are checking out something, let me know. Um, oh, we actually have some. Bobby said, uh, "Eric Bean rock him. You can't beat it. Yeah, you can't well, beat yeah, it. Yes, put that in the classic, car. classic. Yeah, you, know, you know." I mean, it, all any song. I mean, you listen to Paid in Full, Blasting Your Car, Driving Down a Nice Summer Day. You feel like the man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you feel like you can't nice. anything. Um, but let's just jump in. We're going to jump into some sports talk right now. This is this is a uh, sports ball talk. Um, actually, Pedro, you wanted to bring this up because you, you yeah. were ever in my misery. You brought yeah. this up. Hey, let's talk nah. about what you said. <laughs> well, so you know, you a, couple, want- a couple weeks ago, you know, you yeah. had mentioned – I think both of us thought something would happen by now with Kevin Durant and nothing has as far as him having a true landing destination. But I saw something just show up on my newsfeed where it was a soundbite of him saying him telling the owner of the Nets. And since then, they've met apparently and they've talked. Right. Yeah. Uh, It's either me or the coach, Steve Nash. 
So get rid of Steve Nash. Basically, I'll stay like an ultimatum or just trade me or let, let me go in my contract. You know, mind you, he's still signed for four more years. Right. So it's not like, you know, one year, two year. Yeah. And when I saw that first, my first thing was not surprised, Kevin Durant, you know, second, I thought, OK, well, let me look at it from a different perspective. Okay, I, I, I do enjoy that these players are taking their power back and there's a handful of guys, you know, five, six guys in the NBA where they can kind of do what they want. Uh, I got nothing wrong with that because when you're that talented, when you're one of one or one of four or five, you know, yeah. you could write your, you know, I get it. I, I, I get it. Right. But the more I started looking into it and thinking about it when most of the time, so these owners that own these teams, right? they're billionaires, all of them, they're all billionaires, not million yeah. be billionaires. Right. Typically, these guys obviously got there. They ran good businesses, several businesses, real estate, empires, whatever, right? Yeah. Giving an ultimatum to a billionaire usually doesn't work out very well. And anybody in business, you give an ultimatum like that, usually it won't end well. And then I'm also thinking like, you know, how, how long, I mean, Steve, is Steve Nash that bad? I have no idea. Like, is, is he underqualified? Sure. But at the end of the day, like, man, if they don't trade him and they don't get rid of Steve Nash, it's a shit show. Like, how are you going to say get rid of the coach or me? And then let's say that none of that happens. Like, hey, you're on a contract for four years. We're not going to trade you. It is yeah. what it is. We think we can win here. We got Kyrie. We, we did some free agent signings. Ben Simmons is healthy. He's coming back. Let's give this a run, Kevin. Let's go. Right. You came here for that reason. Let's do it. Right. Let's say he hears that from the, the owner. And we're going to keep Steve Nash because we believe in him. Now, how do you how do you make that work? How do you come back from that? Right. So it's just a weird situation. At the end of the day, I'm just I wish these guys would just like play ball a little bit and just yep. like not worry so much about going to the club and doing this and do, like just play. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I wish some of them. I feel like if Kevin Durant had a little more Giannis in him, he probably won a one would have won another chip or two. You know, um, I don't know. I just. Every day, I feel like I'm less of a Kevin Durant fan. I respect the talent, but like when I see something like that, it's just like, damn! Like, you know, giving an ultimatum to a billionaire businessman, I don't know how many times that's really worked in the history of sports. So, yeah, I think he uh, he he does not want to be here anymore. And being, I mean, in Brooklyn, and he kind of he wants to fire C Nash and the GM Sean Marks. Yeah, um, he does not like. I think. They made a bad decision by saying, it, it, you know, OK and Steve Nash, a guy with no coaching experience to coach the team. I guess they thought that you just put anyone in there because they think it's like the LeBron thing. But I would say LeBron's coaches are good coaches. Even the one they fired last time in the Lakers, like Frank Vogel's a good coach. Yeah. Um, Tyron Lue's a good coach. Really Tyron Lue is a good coach because you see what he's doing with the, the Clippers. Um, when he was with the Heat. Eric Spoelstra is a good coach. He's so one this of the best in the league. Yeah, so a lot of it was, um, I think, a lot of ego and a lot of, um, not a delusion, but they thought, okay, it's going to be me, Harden, and Kyrie. We don't really need a coach. We'll just throw these three in there. And that's how they went. And it just went wrong. And I think Steve Nash is not ready. But they already, they already hired him. Sean Marks is actually a good GM. A lot of stuff didn't necessarily was him saying, I want, I want all these people. It's... Remember, it was Kevin Durant and Kyrie saying, I'm showing up. Oh, we're going to come here. And it was kind of like it fell on their lap. And Sean Marks was like, okay. But Sean Marks had a playoff team before they showed up. 
And then they yeah. broke up doing the trades when they had De- yep. D'Angelo Russell, they had uh, the Afro dude, uh, Gerald, um, Allen, they had uh, Levert, had Spencer Dinwiddie. They had they had a solid little you know not championship, but the guy put a playoff team. A decent playoff team, very exciting. It was cool. Like they were actually young and they were in, they was enjoying the experience. So I don't know why. I think it's more of a definitely a personality problem now, especially with Sean Marks. I think Sean Marks said some things in the press that that probably pissed off um, Kevin. Probably definitely pissed off Kyrie, but Kyrie wants to play for some reason. Yep. And there was something else that actually came on today, a couple hours ago, that really got me all riled up. Let me actually I want to share this screen because I, I saw it right before we were going to start. I couldn't believe it. It is like, are you serious? Uh, let me see if you can see my screen. Yeah. So let me put it right here. Kevin Durant is open to play with the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> he's still cool with, apparently he's still cool with um, Harden. Harden, which how? I thought they all didn't want to deal with Harden anymore. Yeah. So he's, like these guys, man. This Yeah. So he's still cool with Harden and he's looking to see if he can play with Harden again. It's like wait 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 wait. I thought we didn't. I thought you guys didn't want to deal with Harden anymore. Now there's a potential to trade to Harden. So it's going to be Harden, Durant, and Joel mm. Embiid. Who's being that team? Um, I don't. Know. We said that before when we had Harden, Kyrie, and Durant in the same team. We said that when we had Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James on the same team. So that team to me is beatable. I, you know, I, I I think I think the way the NBA is right now, I think there's it's so star driven, and everything's about getting the next big three. The next big three doesn't always win, you know. Um, you, 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 it just don't. I mean, I think I, 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 think, I think Durant is the the X factor because right now so? Joel Embiid and Harden does they don't win championships. Harden is not the same person. He's not yeah, the same person unless he gets in better shape. But he even does the the way the rules are setting up, he's not getting the you know the, the 15 times at the at the free throw line like he used to. So they're not going to win the championship. You put Kevin Durant on that team, I don't see who's I don't see anyone beating. They got Joel Embiid. Even if Durant, I mean, even if Harden just jumps and chips in 20 points and throws some assists because he's, he's a decent passer, right? Yeah. You got Durant. Long what, Durant they, what, what do they got to give up? They're, they're probably going to have to give up some core Maxi pieces. Maxie and a bunch of yeah, man. I mean, you're going like to get, you're gonna have to get some. I like Maxie too. Maxie, so um, it's still not worth the Durant, but like, um, you know, Nets want everything. Nets wants the, the Nets want the whole world for Durant, and that market is closing by the day. They, they realize no one can afford which what the Nets are asking. Um, I so still you're basically go- giving away the farm, right? You're giving away a lot to say go go win me one right now. If not yeah. this year, it has to be next year. Because after that, you know, KD gets older. We don't have as much on the bench, you know. So it's like it's all in. You're pushing. You're going all in like in poker, right? And yep. um, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Bobby says uh, not enough balls on the court for that mix. I mean, yeah, because there's times where Kevin wants to take the ball up the court. Um, um, Harden is going to be kind of primary ball handler. But Durant is so good. You don't need to set anything up for him. Like, what do you need to set up for Durant? Just give him no, the ball you, when he wants the ball. Give him the ball right. in the elbow. You know, yeah. he'll, he'll make it. Yeah, he doesn't need a lot of that. I mean, Durant. it did work. It did work with the Warriors. Yeah. Now, you know, one ball with Curry and Thompson and and, and uh, Durant, it worked. Obviously, two years they won, right? And then they got to another one and lost because KD, you know, tore his Achilles or whatever, and they lost to the Raptors. But I think that the, the situation, you know, I, I think Steve Kerr is a better coach than Doc Rivers. 
clearly, in my oh, opinion. Doc he, Rivers, he, he I don't know. Coach, Man, he won know, that one championship, and he, Celtics, he yeah. rolled that to the – what? <laughs> no, he's a bad coach. He's not a good coach. Him. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, yeah. So I, I just, I don't know, man. Kevin Durant, you know, I don't want to root against the guy, but I, I'm, just, I wouldn't be surprised if he never won another chip. I just don't think he's, I don't know, man. I don't, I, don't, I just, I, I don't know. He tries to be the contrarian so many, like so often in his life that you're gonna yeah. put yourself in. A, like, it's okay to go against the grain, but every instant that you you want to go where everyone tells you not to go, eventually you're gonna hit the wall. Um, yeah. Nova Dasher, what's up, Nova? Uh, Kevin Durant needs a lot of emotional support to have a good season. Durant is mentally soft at times, in my opinion. I can't disagree. I, I think that's the narrative. How, I think that's the narrative. how fragile, like in the game, I don't think there's anyone that could, that wants to play ball more than Durant that can hit a clutch shot, that wants to take the ball. Like in the game, it's – I have no complaints with him. I mean – I don't have any complaints with him in the game. It's all the outside stuff. It's his, he's on Twitter too often. He takes what everyone says too seriously. He's worried about that stuff. Like it's all outside of the game that I think Kevin Durant has the biggest problem with. If it was just like the, the game itself, I, have, I don't – is it anything that I've – I mean, yeah, his physical – you know, physically – you know, him getting – I think – no, you, you know you're going to get consistency from him. He's very efficient, which I think is – we don't talk about that enough. He shoots a good percentage. He's efficient. Um, you know, his defense has gotten better. You know, he can do some things. He's a seven footer. He can shoot over anybody. He can get his yeah, shot. He can, block him he can get his him. shot off at any point. So, you know, great person to have the ball at the end of the game. But he's just, I, I don't know. For me, I, I, there's a few, there's five guys I'd rather have on my team than him in the NBA. And a couple of years ago, you could say he might be the top guy or right behind LeBron. But now there's, there's a few guys I would put in front of him. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's unfortunate. I would at this point I would keep him and and let him see if he's going to sit out. Yeah. This is like no one you can't afford the price. You can't. There's nothing. There's no trade that you're going to be able to take that will be a fair trade. You're going to be. They, the other team may win. Yeah, you're going to take the haul of a bunch of picks that you, you hope will pan out, but they won't. Well, I won't say they won't. It's a hard. You know, pit. You know, draft picks are. You know, it's, it's a it's a trade. Like it's a, it's a gamble, right? Um, I like Maxi, so at least he'll be someone coming here. But he's not Durant, but I do like him a lot. I think um, you could you could do something with him. He's not a number one, but he's another piece. Um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll hold him, man. I'll hold him. I'll just hold him. Like, hey, listen, forget it. Um, <laughs> Sixers never had a player like KD ever. Yeah, I just I just answered that. I actually said, well, uh, except for Julius Serving and Allen Iverson, don't don't uh, those Martin? guys are. And, and Barkley, you know, but yeah, I mean, Katie's uh, overall, I think on the higher rank than those guys, but Allen Iverson got him to the finals. Julie Servin won. Barkley never got him to the finals, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not completely against that statement. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but let's, I want to get into the Serena Williams, um, so if you guys um, are, I'm sure you guys probably checked out on the news that she officially, I guess, retired or she's moving away from tennis. And she before, said, before we get it, before we get too far, hold up. This right. is the big booty segment of the show. Hannibal <laughs> likes to bring up the ladies with the big booties. Go ahead, Hannibal, take it away. Well, I'm a big fan of Serena for many <laughs> reasons. Now, she is the greatest. Is she is the greatest female tennis player of all time. Oh, it's I mean, not, not even close. It's not even, yeah, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. So she announced her retirement from tennis. And, you know, 
No problem, right? She's 41. And, you know, you've been there for a while. You know, apparently made over $100 million in uh, career winnings. One of the greatest athletes of all time. Great career. Right? No one's going to take that from Has a bunch of sponsorships. Makes, you know, did very, very well for, for herself. It's, it's some of the comments that she put up while she was announcing her retirement that I felt was a little weird. I'm trying to find it on um, the computer real quick, but at least I, I got I got a little bit of what she said. So let's check out what she said right here. Um, if I was a guy, if I were a guy, I wouldn't have to choose between tennis and a family. Quote, believe me, I never wanted to choose between tennis and a family, she said. I don't think it's fair. If I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this because I will be out there playing and winning while my wife was doing the physical labor of expanding our family, unquote. Uh-huh. Huh. So, guys, you guys in the chat, what does that mean? Why do you agree with that statement um, that she still would be there winning at 41 years old in a, in a, in a sport where it's just like every other sport the youngest, they get stronger, they get faster. You get slower, you get softer because you are successful. You have the money. You, you don't. You're not. The hustle's not there. But to say, if I was a guy, I would still be in there mixing it up with uh, the twenty-something year olds. Mm. What's your thoughts on that one? I don't Angel? think I watch. A, I've watched know a little bit about tennis. I, there's not many forty-one-year-olds that are at the top of the game. It, they're just not. Um, you know, Federer. It's gotten up there in age, Nova Dojic, uh, Nadal, but they're not, you know, I don't know if they're 41 yet. But anyways, I think that for her, I mean, is she wanting to have an, more, another kid? I know she has one daughter, I'm pretty sure. Yes. That was several years ago, right? Her daughter now is probably five, six, seven, something like that. I don't know. But is she wanting to have more kids and that's why she's saying she needs to step away? Or, or, or is she saying, because I'm a woman, I have to choose. And if I was a man, I wouldn't have to because if I'm a man – my wife's at home, basically, you know, taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just let me read that. Hold up. If I were a guy, yeah, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just looking at it so you guys can check out what she actually said when winning while my wife was doing the physical labor of expanding our family. So it sounds like maybe she wants to expand the family. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I listen, when you have a child, I mean, your body goes through things, right? And clearly she hasn't been as dominant after having a child, but also that could be because she's getting older and not everybody else is getting younger. I think there's probably coincides. It's not a coincidence, but um, you know, when you have hundreds and I mean hundreds of millions of dollars, you have the best dietitians and the best, this and the best childcare. So if she really wanted to do both still, I think she could. That's a very good point. It's not like, it's not like she's the average woman making Thirty to forty thousand dollars a year somewhere, and she's having to choose between family and career, and childcare is expensive. She has every ability to do everything and fly private jets and put her kids in great schools, and so I don't really understand why she thinks she can't do both. So yeah, there was a good comment from uh, Nova Dash and Bobby. Seems random and unnecessary to make that comment when announcing your retirement. I uh, that's the first thought I have. Like that great was point. interest. That was weird yeah. like you sh- it should be more focused on celebrating your career kind of taking a step back and thinking of all the amazing things you have done that 
cat suit, the black cat suit you put on. That yeah. was probably the greatest um, athletic achievement ever. Because she's she's the best. I, I, this to me, in my opinion, and I think most, if we took a poll with, and you guys let me know in chat, she's the greatest female athlete of all time, and it's not even close, in my opinion, yeah. in any sport. And some would put her with her accomplishments. If you stack them up with anybody in sports, men and women, some would put her on the list with other with everybody. But yeah, as far as it, women go, yeah, she's number women, one. She's, she's up there. It, it's it's her and I guess Simone Biles. I think Serena's probably a little bit stronger because she had to do it for a longer time. Yeah, I think just more um, Simone Biles. Yeah. It's, it's just the nature of the, uh, the gymnastics. You don't you're not there for very long. You're basically yeah. there until what you're twenty. She basically was dominant until her basically her. Basically, I would say she was dominant until 20, she was, she was dominant for 20, you know, almost almost 20 years, man. Yeah. You know, or, or, you know, because she was playing even when she was younger on the junior or whatever. So she's been dominating for 20 years. Most most professional athletes don't do that. There's only yeah. a handful that can do that. Um, and another great comment uh, from Bobby. It's called nature, Serena. Women give birth. There's no right or wrong. <laughs> There's another thing, too. Like, it was just a weird, it was just yeah. a weird uh, statement. Like, she was trying to um, preach as well as announce her retirement. It's like, yeah, we all have sacrifices. You've had sacrifices. And then it kind of brings to me, like, in fact, she said, I could, I would, I'll be still winning if I had, if I was a guy. Like, you probably wouldn't. That's why you're retiring. You weren't winning. You were getting beat. Um, it was probably harder to train, probably harder to recover. Yeah. And that's why you retire. You retire because you can't do it anymore. And you're thinking because, well, because my family is, no, because you've, reach a point where you're not as um, skilled to keep up. But we didn't have, but now we bring that up when we shouldn't, we should be, you know, celebrating how great your career is. But now we're, now we have yeah. to, you know, kind of check it. Like, well, that was a weird statement is because you, you have not been able to really settle that you're not good anymore. And mm. she's using the, well, mm. I, I want a family and I can't do one or another. Like that's your decision. You didn't have to have any kids. You can kept going. So yeah. I just felt like she wasn't. She didn't want to face the reality that she is not good enough to compete yeah. at the highest level anymore. And she's using this family thing as a as an excuse. Well, there are other women in other sports. Uh, um, there's a f- couple of female volleyball players. I, I think her name was Misty May, and then like her teammate was something else, and they were you talking about yeah Misty May Walsh and so. And they yeah. had several kids and came back and were still dominating. And they were older, yeah. dominating Olympics, uh, nationals, like they're, dominating. They're like the best, the best, like the duo. best duo. Yes. Yeah. And they had they had kids and came back. It's been done in in swimming with women. It's been done in other sports. So if anybody could do it, I put my money on Serena. She's obviously a beast, right? So I yeah. feel like we should be focusing on the fantastic career she's had. And I, I, I sometimes I tend to lack empathy for people that have hundreds of millions of dollars and have done something that they love and been able to do, you know, like, come on, like just go out with a little grace and say, thank you. And then go have some kids. Like, what's the problem? Like you're, you're almost complaining about something that's so weird to me, you know? Yeah. It's like, you're a woman and that's women do. They, they give birth. And, but like you you said, there's other examples of, yeah. yeah, examples of people able to do that, come back and still dominate. still come back and play sports. It's just, you're 41. Uh, maybe and it doesn't seem but, but like really top the top top athletes. It's hard for them to realize they're not they're not good anymore. Yeah, they, they, they're the last ones to know. Like I feel like that like Cam Newton, where he still I think he told some I think he was on either the Pivot podcast something like that, and he's like there's there isn't thirty uh, there's not thirty two uh, better quarterbacks than I am. 
I think at least someone said, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you're not, you're not that guy anymore. And yeah. he's the last one to know. He's the last yeah. one to realize like, you're not, you're not Cam Noonan of no. uh, you know, eight years ago. He's situational. Do I think there are 64, 63 guys better than him? No. Do I think no. he could be a backup? Yeah. Like if I'm a team, I might want him on my team as a backup, but he can only do, you know, when he was in New England, yeah, he was rushing the ball a lot, rushing touchdowns, but he ain't got the accuracy. He ain't got the arm. You know, he's just not, you know, I mean, he's been fantastic in his career overall, but yeah, he's not a starting quarterback now. No, not, not at all. And, and, you know, it's something that I'm not in a position to really know. Like I've been, I've done like the idea that you have dominated something for over a decade, right? That's like a bare minimum. And like for Serena, it's over too. And to be that realization that you're not good enough. I don't know how I would feel. Yeah, so that's tough. just a, it's a bug. It kind of throws your whole life in, in a different direction, even though it's expected. You know, it's not like out of the no, no, out of nowhere. But one moment, you're not good at it anymore. Like, it, you know, like it, it, I can see why it takes a little, a lot of time for them to get it. Yeah. All right. Um, we're gonna get into the relationship portion of, of of the of the podcast. So I don't know. We, me. And Pedro are big fans of Kanye West, but I actually I don't know if we had this conversation about his relationship situation with Kim and the idea that you know they divorced. They have, I don't know what kind of custody situation they have, and the idea when another man comes into the relationship and not a relationship, but as you and your the woman of your child, you still have a relationship. It's not obviously intimate anymore, but you still have to talk and communicate. You still have kids to raise, but when the you know, when Kim decides to date someone else, Pete Davidson, I guess the guy his name is. That Honestly, guy, right now, geez. I never, Pete, yeah, Pete, I never found him funny. I don't know, people like he's him. He's not he that must, funny. I think he's, I mean, he the women he gets, though, it's crazy. I yeah. don't understand. Like, it's yeah, weird. He got a certain charm, I guess, but I, I've I've checked out Saturday Night Live. I've checked out some, He's I, he has not made me laugh once. He's, he's goofy. I, I he's goofy. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Fair enough, you know, but you, um, you can tell and there's so many countless examples of Kanye not able to handle the idea that his woman has left and moved on with someone else. Um, doing the weird social media stuff, um, threatening, th- dropping some bars. You know, it's all, you know, songs. There's a song I heard. Yeah, he's got a song out basically talking about him picking up his kids and this yeah. and that and, you know, love. And, and, yeah. And his, you know, Kanye, Kanye wants to be a family guy, you know, because, you know, his parents separated and. Is you know his mom had to kind of do the single parent uh, thing with him, but he's going about it in a really manic way. You can tell just by his his the mannerisms, the the, the all the posts that he put out there. So anyway, uh, Pete and Kim are broken off or whatever. But this is a weird story. It's a I don't know if it's true. I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? So Pete Davidson is in trauma <laughs> therapy due to Kanye oh, West's harassment. Well, let me, can I say something before you give your take on it? I, okay. Cause I'm gonna so <laughs> I think we have to understand one thing. I, I, I'm going to be real quick here. Yeah. Sometimes the stuff on these is smut, you know, you never know what's real. Like you just said. So I'm glad you said that, but yeah. one thing I know, or I don't know, but you hear based on what both of these gentlemen have said, they both have suffered from depression. Uh, yeah. Pete, Pete Davidson's very vocal about that. He's had yeah. suicidal thoughts. So has Kanye. Right. Um, so clearly Kim kind of a 
tracks. I don't know. She's weird. Her history is a little strange for me. But women, both, women both kind of these, are into the same kind of guys. Yes, yes. They so they might look yeah. and act different, but deep down, these gentlemen are probably more similar. They've dealt with life trauma, and you know they've they've battled it. So I feel like if he's in trauma therapy, that sucks. You know, because maybe that you know Pete Davidson's dad died in nine eleven. He makes jokes yeah. about it, but you know how do you ever really get over that as a kid? Right. So it's, it's, I feel like, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I've also seen things Pete Davidson and who knows if it's true. Cause you know, internet's a crazy freaking place. Pete Davidson will be like trolling Kanye. He's like in Kim and Kanye's bed. He's like, you know, I just smashed your ex wife. You know, so I feel like it's like both these about it. So like he's made jokes. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to feel sorry for a dude smashing Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I just don't, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you got trauma, hey, I, I feel for you, but you, <laughs> you you know what's coming to the territory. Like, you, you know, yeah. it's, it comes with the territory. So like, once again, like, you know, you want to be in it or you don't, because you, you, it's Kanye West. Like, he's, it's Kanye West. You got to know that's going to happen. Centric right? is probably at least the you know, easiest word i can come up Dude, with i think i think i think it would what's wild to me like the kardashians bro they every man they touch dude like it doesn't end well for them like you know it just doesn't you can go down the line it just doesn't so i it, i think i think it's not them necessarily as women i think it's the limelight the pressure i think the culture these women, that, 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 i think the culture that, the, the echo chamber that surrounds yes them, i think they're all them. moguls and they're so driven about their careers which is great for them that you know, they, everything, the lights are always on. A stylist is always doing their hair. How do you have a relationship with somebody like that? It's not normal, right? No. So, Daniel, Daniel puts in uh, Kardashians ruin everything. <laughs> but they just make money, though. I mean, how I many billionaires oh, yeah. are having a family at this point? Um, outside of family, in the family. Uh, Garden State, NJ, Skeet, and Kanye need a hug. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's a little weird. Um, shout out to Faith. Oh, she's she's checking out the uh, podcast. Up, appreciate, appreciate her. So hold on, he's the male version of Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, you talking about uh, who you talking about, Pete or Kanye? Probably Pete, right? Hold on, I mean, Marilyn Monroe. He's a male version of Marilyn. Probably he's he's able I to guess, yeah. a lot of uh you know yeah 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 that makes sense. women around. I mean Kanye too. I mean I know Amber Rose. I, you know until she put that tattoo on her on like it was like this big one. It was she still has it. The one like the I don't big know. She's, giant she's, one. She still looks good. So I <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, fair enough, fair enough. But the reason why I wanted to bring up not because how weird those two are, but how 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 to handle or I guess the the complications that 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 come together where you you have a child with someone they moved on they talking to another guy. Mm. How, how you know I I never experienced that. I know mm-hmm. those who have, and it seems like it's a really complicated situation, especially if someone of that initial group isn't isn't over that person. We're gonna be talking about Bergotti in a second, mm-hmm. um, but the idea that you're no longer with that person anymore, but there's still a connection with the kids. Now there's another person involved. How like that seems a very complicated situation. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I haven't I haven't been through that situation before, but Pedro, you know. Well, you know, you don't have to get so personal. I, I have, but. I have, I have. And it's not, it, you know, as men, I think one thing, a lot of men, I won't speak for all, I'll speak for myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and some others, we have pride and ego, right. And that gets bruised. 
right? You know, you see another man in your house, you know what's going on. You might have regrets and, you know, you feel a certain way. And, you know, it, it, it's it's tough to see another man with your ex-wife. It just is, right? Yeah. In most cases, that's not something you want to see. And then they're around your kids. And there's, you know, especially on this level of celebrity, the media is going to blow things up. It's everywhere. So it's hard to have that kind of privacy. And, I mean, it's tough. And I think Kanye is, um, you know, him and Kim are together for a while. They got all these kids and, you know, she shares all this stuff on her, on the shows and stuff. So it's like all this stuff comes out, you know, so it's tough, man. I think, but I think a lot of it is pride, ego, it gets bruised. Uh, How can it not? And on some level. Right. Um, And I've experienced that a little bit. And then with time, it goes away because you learn to just kind of move on. So. Yeah. And Another's, I guess, another similar situation. Probably not. I think it was messy, but I guess it's fine. I haven't heard too much about it. The uh, future, the rapper with that had a child with Sierra. Now Sierra's with um, the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russell he, Wilson is he, corny. He's, he, he's a corny guy, which is fine. He's, he's, he's uh, full of go. He's heartful. He's not a bad guy at all. No, just, he's just corny. No, he knows rough, yeah. There's no dog in him, as they would say. With me. but uh, no street, no dog. Um, but you know he treats Future's ch- child right like his as if his own. Yeah, it's like, awesome. It's pretty and cool. I yeah. know at one point Future didn't like that, right? And that's definitely ego. And Future has like I don't know how many kids this guy has. Well, hold on. yeah, Future's got eight or nine kids. And at the end of the day, if you don't want another man helping raise your son, then don't leave the mom. Marry the mom, and you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I ain't got, exactly. I got no, I got, I can't, I got nothing for Future. So good, good, good ups for Russell for doing that. Yeah, it's it's. And that's the thing I feel I feel the same way about Kanye. Kanye either was too erratic, right, with his behavior and you know, a lot of the mental stuff, and Kim was probably tired of that. Did she, you know, did she was she just tired of it and then decide to leave? And now Kanye is making the songs. He's saying, I'm trying to get my family back together. Did you have that same energy before it it happens? You were able to have a a family and you had able you had some level of control now the control is taken away now you're saying i need my family back i want to say terrible things about this guy that she's with it you know like you said the kardashians live a very public life so everything is public not healthy for anybody involved and i think that's where i i there's a reason why i want to talk about it i feel like men sometimes like i said ego is a big problem where they lose a sense of control and then they don't they don't know how to act. They don't know yeah. how to um, make this a, a, a good situation for the kids. It's not because it's not about them anymore. But I feel like Kanye and his behavior, it's about me. And he's mm. trying to be like the hero mm. when you're coming across very like an unhealthy person uh, mentally. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I think. But he is, though, you know, I think, yeah. he, you know, he, he 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 is. So I think it's. You know, there's there's definitely an imbalance that he's always been struggling with, you know, and, and we've talked about it. And uh, I don't know. It's tough, man. You know, but then he's you know, he's got his little girl. I think he's I see him dating Julia Fox, that girl that did the movie with Adam Sandler. Like she's a track, yeah. you know, so yeah. he's you know, he's still doing his thing. He'll do his thing. You but know, he'll do his I, thing. I mean, I think I think a little a few issues. Yeah, is mental health. And it's hard to be with someone that has a mental health issue. I've 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 never been with someone, but I've. I would say in a family situation or friends, you know, I've, I, 
being with someone long term that has some mental health issues, it's extremely difficult, extremely yeah. difficult. And in some situations, you're probably better off not staying with the person that is it's so erratic and because it, 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 that energy kind of comes to you. Then you are having some issues with anxiety. It's, it's really hard to deal with. And again, it has to go back with the kids. It has to go back to what's the most important for the children. Now he has some good, um, I, he has some good, I guess, arguments when he says, my daughter should not be on TikTok. I agree. I don't, you know, my kid is eight. He is no, he's not on his social media at all. There'll be yeah. no social media for a very long time. Um, anyone under age of 16 should not be on any social media. So it's like certain things, he has a good argument, but yeah. When you're so erratic and you're still making weird posts about this man, and you know, hopefully, Pete can you know clear this out, kind of move on with his life and kind of get his stuff together. But it's a very, very um, unhealthy situation, if I could say. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Pete's Pete's living his best life. I mean, do it, do you, bro? You got Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale. He was mad. I mean, he's been good for him, but he, it ain't going to last. It is what it is. If you could put up Daniel's comment, it says Irv Gotti's story is crazy. Can you put that up on the screen? Sure. Irv Gotti's story is crazy, but I don't blame him. Ashante is bad. Let's, <laughs> let's get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that right now. So I have a few clips, uh, mostly just audio of. So go way back. Irv Gotti was um, I guess a producer, executive producer. Uh, he ran a label, Murder Inc. Um, at one point, and you guys may, uh, everyone in this in this group chat probably remembers this. It was one point, Murder Inc. was the hottest thing in rap. Um, his the best, I guess, the most popular rapper, Ja Rule. It was one point when Ja Rule was hitting just at least at least three. I would say the first three albums, no one touched him. He was extremely extremely popular rapper. Um, and then it just went downhill from there. Uh, I think 50 Cent kind of knocked a lot of the credit oh, yeah. out of, he just kind of destroyed um, Ja Rule. And Ja Rule was not able to come back. He had some albums, the, the magic was gone. And the thing about, interesting thing about Ja Rule, he was able to do the real grimy stuff, but guy made hits. He yeah, made he made hits. hits. And he had, you know, he was singing a little, he always had his shirt off, you know, he had that look, you know, the little, he had what I call the, uh, Schoolboy Tupac look, you know. Yeah, he like, was trying. To, yeah, he was trying to follow. You know, yeah, but you know, it's it's. I think yeah. I think I think the Murder Inc. thing. We got to remember back back in that era, you know, mid '90s, early to mid 2000s. Yeah, a lot of record labels, hip hop, doing really well, right? Yeah, and the ones that stood the test of time for me had good leadership. And Irv Gotti ain't a leader, in my opinion. He's just not. You know, like he obviously just a little crazy. He had. To, I saw some stuff on that TV show he had a few years back. Several yeah, years yeah. ago, he's well, just a little, he's a little, 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 little right? off. Um, Jeremy Dad had a really interesting. Uh, Jaru made me think he was off brown DMX. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, Jaru was good. Like, it's hard to say now because also he tried to do the fire festival and, and embarrass himself by oh, basically aligning himself with a sociopath grifter. Mm -hmm. But Jaru at one point was not a punchline, like, he was the he was the man. Um, yeah. There's some few songs that he he raps his ass off. He's like, doing songs with DMX and Jay Z. He's yeah, doing songs I mean, the, with a lot of people. A lot of people, and he was able to hold his own. Um, he can get. He, he's. I don't know. If he's the best storyteller, but if you want energy, like a guy with a lot of energy in his in his music, Jawu was your guy. Um, but yeah, he just kind of. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Jaru um had a beef with Eminem as well. And again, oh, I don't remember that. 
But nobody survives a beef with Eminem. Yeah. No, I, nobody. That's an extra level. So we say that to kind of come back to there's a podcast called Drink Champs uh, hosted by Norie, a really good podcast. Great podcast. If you, Great if you from the 90s, they're going to bring out someone you remember and you're going to get super excited. My favorite episode, it was like the best episode. It was with Beanie Siegel because I love Beanie Oh, Siegel. Beanie, yeah. He never got his flowers. He never got respect. And they gave so much respect to him. I think DMX was actually on that show too. They have everything. I think so. You know what? I think you might be, but shout out to Noriega. He's pivoted his, I mean, Noriega runs a great podcast. Funny dude, you know, for those of you that don't know, you know, they drink on that show and they talk and, you know, it's, it's cool. It's it's very unfiltered, real organic, super cool uh, podcast. You know, uh, Nova Dash hit another one. Yeah. So I don't know if you Mm. know this. It was, so he, he was, he was, he had like a cameo in the first Fast and Furious, right? Was it the first one or second one that he had cameo? I think he was in the first one. Was I he? I believe so. I thought and it was the was, second and he turned down the third, but maybe I'm wrong. Actually, I think well, he was well, in the he second, was right? Third, right? I think yeah. He was he was he was in for a few a few a minute or two. And he was supposed to go back and continue. He turned it down and then Ludacris took his spot. And Ludacris, I don't know what else Ludacris does other than that shit, that, that stuff now. <laughs> That's what he, he does. Never t- Jarusha never turned down. Yeah, it was the first one. Him and, and Tyrese. And the world went to I remember that. He should have. He should have took. But again, he was. He was the man. Well, yeah. I don't need. I don't need to be. I don't fast and fair. I'm gonna do movies with Steven Seagal or whatever the hell he decided. To. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. He, so yeah. Irv Gotti and Jaru was on Drink Champs, and they're talking about you know you know the rise and fall. Of, well, they said the fall, but the rise of their label and kind of things that they've been through. And the one thing that's basically everyone's talking about. Irv Gotti is still obsessed with Ashanti. Now, we all know how Ashanti, she looks amazing back then and now. I don't think the woman is aged. One iota, like, I don't want to be too uh, crude. Her thighs, yo? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Fantastic artist. Her thighs, yo. (laughs) And she she wears, she knows what she's doing. She wears those um, outfits. So anyway, Irv Gotti is still not over this woman that I guess he had a relationship with 20 years ago. And he, See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they, I had no kinda, idea. About yeah. That. Okay. And to me, this screams some Harvey Weinstein type stuff, some weird control where a lot of female artists, and this is an interesting thing that they have to deal with these kind of men to make it in the music industry, in the entertainment industry. The way he talked about her, the way it like it, basically it was something he had complete control of, and almost it was like she was like prop, like she was property or something, yes. almost right. Yeah. yeah, very, very controlling. At, and then he's talking about being with this woman while he was ba- he was married at the time. Yeah. Why are you bring it up? So it's it's very unhealthy. You could tell this is an unhealthy human being. Um, Calling her to call her a bitch throughout the entire like um, conversation with Ja Rule that's supposed to be cool with Sean just sitting there not saying anything or yeah. correcting him or checking him like why you keep calling her a bitch very very odd it's embarrassing because you're you're a grown man in your I don't know how old this man is now he's got to be in his he's got to be he's got to be in his fifties yeah just he's got to be about at least fifty yeah. Very unhealthy, and I actually have a few just some sound bites of some of the stuff that he was saying. Um, I'm gonna see if I could pop it up. It's, it's kind of like a little mashup, it's about a, about 55 seconds. We'll play it right now. 
Is this the camera? Yes. Ashanti, you cannot spritz it up. You cannot jazz it up. There's no shame in us being together. Mm. She wasn't responsible for my divorce. I could give you three other chicks that was. I was been separated and out the fucking house. She's never gonna say she was in love with me. She's never gonna say we was together. We put that sound on her. Every day, we together. See, that's the problem. Every day for like, Two years, except the day she's with Nelly. But I can never get past. Yo, I don't want to do this no more. That cut me a thousand times harder than her fucking Nelly. I could have got past that. I never had no chick that I could talk to after we fuck. I'm getting millions of dollars with my bitch. I didn't want it to stop. All right. That was a little bit of a mashup of all the comments he was saying during this show, it was kind of embarrassing. And Nor and Norgate was kind of checking, like, see, you still basically was saying you're still you're still thinking about this woman. You're still into this stuff. He's a clown. Um, He's a clown, man. I think he I think some of these guys that they're on top for such a long time, they're getting quick money, and then nobody cares about Irv Gotti, bro. Like you care about Irv. He's not no, significant, no. right? No. We can reminisce. It's 20 years ago, bro. Like, get over it. Like. You know, like some of these guys, like their ego is like so inflated and it gets bruised because nobody cares anymore. You know, like nobody cares about Irv Gotti. He's insignificant. We could, we, in my opinion, can tell the story of hip hop without Irv Gotti. Agree or disagree? I agree. I so, mean, he, he put he put the effort in to get sure, the, but, the, the label up. They had some other artists and he couldn't develop them. No. That's his fault, right? They, that's it, it wasn't just Ja Rule. They had some decent talent. Um, it's up to him. It's up to Ja Rule to develop that talent to make them viable artists. I mean, we we all don't, you know, we feel like P. Diddy is probably not the most um, ethical businessman, but he was able to put some multiple strongly talented artists multiple, out there. Multiple, and, 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 he's, and, and he's probably yeah. almost a billionaire, and Irv Gotti isn't. Yeah. Like this longevity is what he didn't have. Um, but you can tell, like he's still in love with this woman that doesn't. She don't well, talk about. Up, can him. you put up the picture of them again? Oh, actually, I have another a clip of him okay. talking about the, um, which I think is another thing about control. About he still owns basically her rights to her music. Um, it's another. It's about fifty-seven minutes. You want to take my stems, and now you're gonna fucking be able to remake your album. And you right. wouldn't be able to get a dollar of that. I don't. I, I didn't ever. No, own. I still eat off of it because right. I own the publishing. Okay. Jesus. Okay? Yes. And let me, you know, when she be on the shows and she's like, I'm going to spritz it up and jazz it up. The minute you put some spritzy and jazz it up, it's not a cover. So when it's not a cover, now it has to come back to me to clear it. Let me just give you the answer now. No. <laughs> no. That shit cut deep, nigga, because I put you the fuck on. I named you the princess. Really? What was this at? In my Maybach. In your Maybach? She threw up the gang sign in your Maybach? She's a gangster. She said, I'm not doing this no more. But that, just, that doesn't mean she's leaving the company. That means she ain't that throwing up gang she signs. she don't want to be a part of this shit oh. no more. Yo, something's wrong with homeboy, man. <laughs> like, what are you... So that's, that, so that's the connection now. You hurt me 20 years ago. And I'm not going to let you eat anymore. Like... Since you don't want to return my calls, you don't want to talk to me. So I'm going, you, I'm never going to let you go. 
that is he needs to talk to somebody. He need he needs a hug. Actually, probably don't need a hug. He needs. I don't know. Where's his father at? Like, if, I mean, Ashante uh, still looks good, though. Like, she still looks. She looks. Be- oh, yeah. She looks yeah, just she looks, as good, if yeah. not better. Like, she looks great. So, you know, some guys just can't get over that. It's like maybe that's the one that he lost and couldn't get. You know, whatever. Uh, got away, but like he, he he's just he's doing too much, man. You see it now. I call it the love and hip hop, like like mindset a lot of these old hip-hop people they want to get on this love and hip-hop they want to get the little show hey get your bag get your money ain't nothing wrong with making money do you but i feel like when you become insignificant at some point you figure out a way to become significant again i feel like that's part of what he's got going on that's why he's being so boisterous he's being you know we're talking about him so it's working but i'm you know i don't know He's, he's you can't for me you know he's disrespecting her a little too much you know there's always two sides to a story but you know, um, I don't know. You ain't got to. You ain't got to do it like that. So, especially she somebody that you like had a, a relationship scorn, with at one point. Yeah, scorn lover. So, all right, you've been with for two years. It's twenty some years later. Yeah, is it time to move on? It's just like that. That was that was the, I guess either that was the most attractive woman he has ever been with, talented. Like she was the woman that he was supposed to be with for the rest of his life. But what if she only been with you because she needs to get into the game? And, and that's her decision. And I'm not saying he manipulated her or. But what happened if she realized, man, if I got to keep this guy happy so I can get my career off the ground? Many people feel that way. I mean, look at him. You saw this picture. He's not, you know. Well, that don't, that don't matter. Look that good. That don't matter. With, I, don't, I, don't with think, I don't think women. I think women like power, success. Beyonce's with Jay-Z. Jay-Z's ugly, bro. Jay-Z is an ugly human being. Beyonce is a very attractive yeah. woman. So I don't think, I think women look at attractiveness different than men. I could be yeah. wrong. If there's any women in the chat, please let me know. But yeah. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that Jay-Z matters. don't come across as, as a kind of man that Irv Gotti is. You know what I mean? He's like, a little more, I think he, Jay-Z's smarter. I think he's not as, yeah. not as emotional in moments. He's a little more forward thinking. So at least it seems that way. More controlled. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's it's it. I mean, yeah. And I know like uh, KB uh, talking about, you know, Irv got his contributions. But at this point, that's great. And that was 20 years ago. But the way he's talking about this woman, a woman, not a bitch, like he keeps referring to her as mm-hmm. shows a very weak man. Um, he, he, he's still in love with her. She doesn't care. She moved on. My My opinion, I think she probably did what she had to do to get on. That's the secret of nothing. That's not even a secret anymore of, of the industry. Hollywood. That happens. That happens. Especially hip-hop. in hip hop and Hollywood. You want to get yeah. on. And, and this guy is so emotional. What, what happened if she said, you know, I don't want to have a physical relationship with you? Would Ashanti ever been on? Would she ever became the artist that she was? Because she was, she was there with, she was hit, making the hits with um, Ja Rule. He also was talking about how ever since, you know, whatever, whatever, she never made a hit anymore. She didn't make good music anymore. So, who knows what that dynamic would have been if she would have said, you know, or I'm not interested in a physical relationship. We can be still helping me with my career. Would he have helped mm. knowing how, how he's responding right now? 20 probably years not. Ago. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you know, Ashanti's talented, right? But there are a lot of super talented women and men that just don't make it. Sometimes you get lucky, you have the right situation, you take advantage of a situation. So yeah. he could have, he, he might've plucked somebody else up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, KB, uh, now that's haunted thing, absolutely. Um, Irv looks like a clown, but his contribution to hip hop, you can't see. I, I gotta say this, KB, 
and my bad. I had I didn't realize Irv Gotti was the one that got that put DMX on. I had no idea that that's the history of that. So if that happened, I you know I think somebody would have put DMX on at some point. I think that kind of talent's going to happen. But yeah. if he put DMX on, yeah, I, I, I'll give Irv Gotti a sentence. So the sentence <laughs> that KB said, he put DMX on. I think I'll I, give him a sentence, but, you know, that's about it. I'm, I'm not, not putting, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily compare, like, Damon Dash to Irv Gotti, but they, they have this similar trajectory where they, they started and they Good were comparison. putting talent together. And then somehow either they thought they were bigger than the, the, the talent or they think they could just do it with anybody. And then clearly, well... Jay Z definitely surpassed everyone. Ja Rule, I still like Ja Rule. I know he's. A I'm not the hugest fan of Ja Rule, but I know you like him. He's all right to me. His first album is one of his. His first best. album's great. Yes, it's, it, you can't uh, can't beat it. Then it's, it, he gets more pop, and if, if you're not into the pop rap stuff, then I can see. But I, I tell you, when I was watching a little bit, and it's kind of cringy. The the Irv Gotti. Um, but you you mentioned Dame Dash. Dame Dash is similar. Like there are times I hear Dame Dash talk, I'm like, oh, you know what? He might have a point. I've heard him like with Charlemagne and like, you know, I've heard that, you know, he he mentioned some things there that on that interview several years ago. I was like, man, I can vibe with it. And then there are times Dame Dash opens his mouth. I'm like, dude, you you sound crazy. You know, like it's too, you do, you know, but at the end of the day, I think it's this, especially in the hip hop industry, we see this bruised ego and pride, you know, you you're at the top and those gentlemen were at the top for several years and you see your counterparts or your peers like Jay-Z continue to figure things out and make money in different ways. And then now they're billionaires, right? And you don't have that power and control like you used to, you don't have the clout. So what you do is you get mad, you get emotional, you get angry, you go on TV shows, you go on podcasts and you just spew nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't know how to, how to really deal with it. You know, I think that happens with both of those guys a little bit. Yeah, I, I yeah, I like I said to, to close it out. I mean, he needed to talk to a, someone like a professional to kind of get over that. He it seems like he ruined he ruined his relationship with his wife. Obviously, they're not together. Um, probably looking for other girls to kind of replicate what Ashanti has given him. He still has a lot of control and, and the business stuff. Hey, I understand that. Like, listen, you still own her music. If she tries to do anything different you have to clear it and clearly she's not going to communicate with you especially after you what you did talk so she's to trying her. to get she's trying to get her masters right i know in the music industry or at least trying to by like, making songs and with the she said little spritz trying to change it enough where she can get paid but as earth Gotti said no matter how you change it it's still i still have to clear it and he basically saying no because you don't want to be with me anymore even though it's been 20 something years so she has to make new music so, for, so really, for her to make money, she has to make new music. But she wants to, you know, the hits are the hits, right? Like, yeah. everyone knows these songs that she has. So I, I feel like she probably is going to have to find uh, a different way, you know what I mean? Or make make new music. I mean, Irv Gotti put a lot of, right now, you know, I'm sure her, her, her stuff is trending. You know, she put some good songs together. You know, I mean, I will still, I will still check out her videos. I mean, I mean, she can do an OnlyFans. She could do that too. <laughs> she don't need to. I mean, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking, Ashanti. Hey, if you hey, watch we, this, it, I'm joking. It's independent contractors here, you know. Hey, listen, whatever how you make your money. I don't think pictures of to. her, just die pictures. You know, saying her walking with a nice outfit. Is, I, I'm like, I, I don't need any. I got five. I got, I'll put five on that. Like yeah. Nunez, I got five on that. <laughs> I don't know if she still has her singing voice because I haven't really heard. Yeah, I have no idea, man. 
Yeah, I don't know if she still got it. Hopefully, she does. If she's not smoking or drinking and not doing any kind of drugs, she's probably still got a voice. So, we're gonna be look out. We're gonna be on the lookout for Ashanti. I'm sure she get enough attention right now. Hopefully, she puts out something. Some music. Something will happen. Something. <laughs> happen. Yeah. Um. But other than that, man. Uh. We got. Oh, actually, has a question from Hector. What do you think of? Uh, I've heard of him. Um. I don't know. I may have heard his songs on the radio. Valdu. I'm not familiar with him. Um. Hundred percent. Mm. He seems like a young person, and if it wasn't for Spotify and all these yeah. other apps, I would never, I would not know any new songs at all. Um, I'm looking can at. We, let, can we ask the chat for you guys that are in here? Appreciate the, the twenty that are watching. Hit the thumbs up. We appreciate you guys. Good group of people. Let us know real quick. What are you guys listening to right now? You know, appreciate Hector asking Hannibal. What do you guys listen to? You listen to some old nostalgic things. You listen to some new music. Let's chat for just a moment if we can, if you guys don't mind putting a comment. What are you guys listening to right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look for any releases right now. I don't know what else is. Vado, Vado, Vado. Um you know, I, I you know, I know we talked about this before. Like we think it's still the the best album of the year. I know you probably still think it's Kendrick, I'm assuming, right? I really like that Kendrick album, man. I really do. Yeah. I think I think he's gonna win a Grammy on that album. I would agree. I'm not even I, 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 I won't even I won't even argue with that. I think that album is because it's very, very artsy. They like they like the artsy stuff. Early two thousands hip hop from Nova and some reggaeton. Okay, uh, nothing new. It's interesting. Says G Wagon, uh, speaking in tongues. That's his hit. Okay, so Hector says speaking in tongues is Vado's hit. I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sure I've I've got I've checked out the um, a song on the radio that probably popped up. I just didn't. I did probably didn't put the you know. The so word. Driven, Driven Dad's listen to T-Bone, a Christian rapper, which Christian rap's been skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. Uh, has a great Spanish album, a Skillet, some NF. I know, I know I've heard of NF before, so that's cool. Papoose and Russ, Bucket Hat Low, says Matt Green. What up, Matt? KB says older hip-hop, 80s, 90s, R&B. That's kind of where I'm at, KB. That's uh, not, not as much 80s, but 90s and 2000s. So. I still, I, you know what? I think Pusha T for me. Still the best album. That's the album. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So because you have Kanye, you have Kanye production, you have Pharrell production, and that just works well for me because those are like the two greatest uh, producers. Yeah, I can't, me. I can't, I can't disagree with that. And Pusha talking about selling drugs. I, what else do you need? <laughs> Even though Pusha, Pusha's been rich for twenty some twenty five years, and he's still talking about Pusha. Wait, like amazing, bro. Every song's the same, but. I mean, a lot of artists do that. I like Pusha T. I don't. I like the album. I've listened to that multiple times. Yeah. I like the. I like the Kendrick album. Like, if I had to listen to one album out of those two for just a week, I'm gonna pick Kendrick. It's just got more value for me. But another one that came out recently, but I didn't want to put up there because I wanted to settle in for a few more months. Joey Badass. That was pretty good. That was a good album. Was you recommended that. That was a solid that album. Was a good one. Yeah. It, it kind of takes me back to the early 2000s hip hop a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a good album. Puffy comes in, you know. I mean, I I like it. I like that album. It's a good yeah. Album. Um, German Dad just hit with the jokes. <laughs> so for CB4. Oh lord. I actually want to talk about the f- the best or the funniest like rap movies or like you know that mm. kind of. We gotta figure out that kind of thing because I love CB4 and there's actually another um v- movie that was kind of like a indie, like indie like it wasn't a lot of famous actors called The Fear of the Black Hat. Which is kind of similar to CB4. It's I never, I never saw that. It's a very low budget rap video. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I'll see if it, I can see if I can find it. Maybe it's actually on um, YouTube. You know, YouTube sometimes has to have movies all YouTube over. YouTube has it. 
all kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, what great. else that came out this year? I'm like, okay, I got, but yeah, Pusha T. Um, Joy I mean, Man. that Drake album, that Drake album is so great. I mean, it's just that new one. It's just I'm like, not going to oh say, I, I did not mention it was going to be, not, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I still listen to it, but I know no one was going to ever put that on it. Like, oh, the Beyonce album, right? Like, I didn't even, oh, I didn't even yeah. listen to it. I think I've heard a song on the radio. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. There's some, some out, some songs. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, she's obviously talented. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. If I'm going to listen to R&B and a woman, she's not even in my like top five. Like I, I got so many other people I'd rather listen yeah. to. Um, but it, you know, it seems like she's mashed together and did a lot of samples from other artists and kind of made it her own. And it is what it is. But. Yeah. Someone mentioned this. I don't know if it was a, a comment. They said that Beyonce did it. Beyonce did what Drake was, was trying to do. Mm. Mm. Which I guess I don't know if her stuff is more upbeat. There's no slow, it's more dancey. It's more, it it's is more, more a little bit. Of course, more, Beyonce, yeah. that's, she does that. Like, that's her thing. Like, she makes yeah. dance music. So, if that's true, then I'll check it out. They get the beats are good and the songs are good. But yeah, so that's someone put that, like, I guess that was a good description. Beyonce did what Drake was trying to do with the Oots Oots stuff. So, yeah, I mean, oots, I, oots. <laughs> I don't know if that I'm going to check, I'll check it out. I'll probably put it on the car and see if it's. I've listened to one or two songs that have come on the radio, but yeah. I, I will not be listening to the entirety of the Beyonce album. I'm good. I'd rather listen to the Drake album than the Beyonce album. Yeah, so yeah, you're definitely Facts. not into. No, you're definitely not into uh, no. that. But actually, um, oh yeah, this is a great one right here. Immortal uh, technique and, is my technique. God, dude. We could do we could do an hour on him. Uh, we need we if, need if you want to. Like I would talk. I don't know how. I don't know if that would work well with you know a lot of people that want to check us out because like moral technique. But that's the, that's the, that's the guy right there. He's he's extremely underrated, extremely intelligent. We need a little bit of moral technique. That's a comment of the night right there. For sure. Um, Driven Dad said, I'd rather listen to Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera than be- Okay, I don't know about that, bro. Well, Christina Aguilera is a superior singer than Beyonce. Christina Aguilera can actually sing. Like, she can hit notes uh, other right, people yeah. can't. But yeah, that's, that's a different kind of, it's more poppy. But Britney Spears got some hits, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Britney Spears has a I few would- bangers, in my opinion. Like, she does. She's got a couple bangs. Beyonce is, is a more successful artist than both of these women. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. 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 So, success, um, but success doesn't mean you're better necessarily. Sometimes. But yeah, all right. Sometimes it does. You Remember that? Like to- all right, man. That's all right. That's one more comment I'll let you slide with. <laughs> Don't want to happen again. <laughs> Bubba Sparks. <laughs> uh, Bubba yeah, we Sparks. talked about, we like talked Bubba, about Sparks. Bubba Sparks. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Timberland was, Timberland basically did all the work, but when he did, he was yeah. all right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a big Benny the, the Butcher fan. Um, yeah, he talks about the same three things: uh, drugs, women, gangs, killing people. Yeah, yeah. But real authentic. If I, if I like, he probably lived too much of the life. He needs to stop because I know he had some issues where he's beating up Freddie Gibbs, another rapper, and yeah. stole. Like, you're rapping now. You're entertaining. You don't have to play it in real life like you see Benny you see like the whole Griselda crew did you could tell they actually live in this life but it's like all right y'all yeah. rapping chill y'all don't need to beat people up yeah but sometimes you can't get out of that mindset you know no, you, live, that, you live it for 20 something years like that's just the instinctual thing you know what I mean so yeah um and Nova coming in I don't mind I wouldn't mind seeing them kick <laughs> I love Kid Cuddy. Yeah, man. Kid Cuddy does not get enough uh he he spawns so many of these new 
artists and the way that we're listening, you know, the, the, the shift in hip hop that's happened in the last 10, 10 or so years, 15 years. A lot of that comes from him. He's super talented, man. Yeah. Different. And moody. I think, yeah, he yeah, bought moody. the moody hip hop singing thing. Like, you know, like Travis Scott's whole career is based on like, I don't think yeah. if it wasn't the Kid Cudi, Travis Scott wouldn't got on. No, Travis Scott like um, just he's he just brought more energy to that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I think? But too, you're too definitely much energy, right. Clearly, yeah, yeah, in yeah. certain situations. Oh, Aaliyah, um, Aaliyah, I love Aaliyah, bro. I used to, Aaliyah was like, dude, in yeah. high school, Aaliyah, one in a million. I mean, I used to bump that like, oh my god. Yeah, uh, another fantastic artist. And, you know, just by her production with Timbaland, like Timbaland, the people don't really put a lot, of, a lot of. Um, you don't hear too much about how great Timlin is as a producer. The guy he had a he had all of them. He had all of them. Missy Elliott. He did songs with Jay Z. Um, I mean that big pimpin' beat. I mean who's beating that? You know, yeah. like yeah. It, damn good. He he had genuine. I mean, I, well, I know he didn't last that long, but Missy Elliott, like, yeah, he he should get more love than he currently gets. Um, Hector, with the, I guess we do the last question. Um, I don't even want to go too far, and I know you probably got to do some stuff, right, Pedro? Sleep? Yeah, I'm, I don't mind some of the new stuff. I don't. Um, mm. I don't. I would say this, and some of y'all might hate me for saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway. The one new artist that is in uh, this new wave of hip hop that I don't mind, because some of the stuff I've heard of his, he's actually speaking about some real things for me. Uh, little baby. I don't mind little baby. Uh, he's the one out of this new crop of what do you call it? Drill beats or whatever, what, you know, the new kind of style or whatever. Yeah, you, can, you can get a little bit of everything. I, yeah. I don't I don't mind little baby. Some of the other ones, I'm just it's too much for me. Uh, I'm not a fan of like the baby. Yeah, it got some good beats. Cool. You know, cool song here or there. Uh, little Dirk. I've, I bought my head to some of that here and there. But like, I, I just don't yeah. you know, I, I, I need more substance for me and um, some of the new stuff is just real bad. And that's why I'm, I'm still listening to my nineties and two thousands. Like I just can't, for me, it's just better overall music. Um, but not yeah. all the new stuff is bad. So yeah. Lil baby has got better from the, from, from I, when I heard, you know, indeed with Drake and a few of those, it seemed like, Oh, he'll be here for a while. But then you see him getting better to a point where the last feature, or at least the last collab I've seen with Drake, he, I think once it needs, he outshined Drake. Which again, I know Drake is not the strongest rapper, but no, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, Drake don't usually get blasted as bad as like Lil, Lil Baby went Super Saiyan and just kept going and kept going. And, yeah. I, it's, and I guess I'll give props to Drake to even say, hey, maybe I should like rewrite my shit and maybe get, come a little stronger. Mm-hmm. He went, he's like, all right, no, because no, no, he, he outshined him in that song. He was like, damn. And he, he's not mumbling. You hear everything Lil Baby is saying. So you can tell his skills are uh, developed. And we yeah. actually, we got to bring this up. I don't know, maybe bring it up next uh, next week. There's a guy, a white guy, that sounds exactly like Lil Baby. Oh, I saw him on TikTok. He's uh, real short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he sounds exactly, he sounds exactly like, like him. He's and not then, like, bad Lil Baby responds by saying, like, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah. No, but he's like what I call, like, it's this new wave of TikTok. Like, you back when we had SoundCloud, you had the SoundCloud rappers. Like, he's like that. But, like, he's got talent. So I can't. You he know, put bars together. I'm listening he to it. He put bars he's, together. He's yeah. bar, like, you know, and then the, 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 a lot of the, 
a lot of comments. She's like, we're going back to the, we're going back to the suburbs. <laughs> we're going to move, we're going to move, we're going to move into the suburbs. Like, with hey, I, res- I respect the hustle. He knows what, you know, he's, I couldn't make a song like that. So, Hey, I, I I'll give him his, 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 his due, yeah. but it's definitely, you know, it's, not something I'm gonna listen to. I ain't gonna buy the album. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um. In terms of yeah, the, I a lot of new rap I listen to for the few hits they have, but I'm still going with you know your J. Cole's, your Kendricks. You know, you put some effort into what they're saying. I'm just listening yeah. to old stuff. I don't even. Th- there's some. There's some good stuff. Uh, from the labels like you know Dreamville, J. Cole, Earth Gang is pretty good. I don't know if you guys listen to Earth Gang. Yeah. Um. Uh, Loot, uh, really good uh, artist from like the check out the camps of the rappers you like because usually they have some good artists. They may not ever necessarily be as big as I guess the main mainstay, but it has there's talent there. So if you like Kendrick, yeah. check out the rest of the uh, TDE guy. Well, he I think, I think he left or he's leaving. Schoolboy Q, like there's there's some talent there. You just gotta yeah, explore sure. more and yeah, there's a lot of mumble stuff, but you know, be all right. I mean, you know, that's that's what's selling right now. So. Yeah, it is. But it before is. before I go, I, I want to recommend this artist to all of you guys because I don't know if you guys are aware of this artist. His name is Toby Nigwe. Um, I'm a type. I'm a type in his name right type, now. Yeah, type it in the chat. He is Nigerian, I believe. Uh, born and raised in Texas. Uh, he is 100% independent. Um, has a really good insta- uh, social media game. I saw him live three years ago. And it's funny we oh, haven't talked nice. about this. And uh, this is a guy I was just randomly on Facebook when I was really into Facebook, and I I was in you know hip hop groups and Facebook, which is, is, fa- is Facebook still a thing? Kind of, not really. They, for you, old, you not Facebook's for old people. Facebook is if you want to see fifteen <laughs> advertisements and then see what your family member is doing, what your cousin put up. Yeah, I'm not on it. I'm not on it anymore. It's really trying to get you to sell stuff. But I was on there maybe three, four years ago. And um, and I saw a post and said, it said that this this Toby Nigue is the next Andre three thousand, mm, and wow, I immediately got I immediately got triggered. I got angry. Well, I didn't yeah. type anything. I was like, "Who the fuck is this Toby? How dare you gonna, Andre three thousand? This random person I don't even know. How dare you gonna say that he's 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 blasphemy? Blasphemy! I heard one song." The first, I just went randomly and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> hold on. I think, hold on. This, I know this guy. He's been around for several years. He's not no, new. He no, no, not new at all. No. Okay. I know him. I, I, and I was introduced to him probably, hold on, my 40, probably about four years ago or so. And uh, he's got, I like him. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw him live. I, yeah. Yeah, this is when he just had his daughter, one of his daughters, because he has some kids. Um, he has, you know, his, his wife raps with him. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's his cousin, but another, um, another fee, a woman, I think her name is Nell does all his production. He has like the most extravagant, interesting music videos. Yes. And that's, I saw, I rap. saw the videos. Yeah. They're, they're he fantastic. can rap his ass off. I would say he can hold his own with anybody right now. Anybody. And the cool thing about him is his brand is about family. It's about his, his, I think he probably got three kids now. It's his wife. He ain't talking about hoes. He ain't yeah. talking about drugs. But he's so talented. It don't matter. You, you're going to still bump his stuff. He talked about protecting his family. There's yeah. so many songs. So he's many good. songs. Yeah. And and if you check out his Instagram, I think it's that. It, you just type in his name. 
he has a new song out with Pharrell. Like he's actually attracting, um, na- you know, big artists. Too. He's trying to get a little more mainstream first. He was a little more in, like a little underground for sure. But yeah. Had a fantastic like following. Like the people that would follow him, like they were really yeah. following him, and he was very. I guess maybe from what I remember watching his videos and how he would dress and what he was talking about, I think the Andre 3000 comparison is not bad necessarily. It's just, you know, when you don't know it, like you said, you hear it like, well, that's crazy. Andre 2000 is a goat, right? Like some people, you know, when it comes to that kind of music, but I'm gonna have to start listening to him again. Um, Yeah. Check out, I know, you know, you're not the biggest IG fan, but I think that's what grew his brand. And to a point where like he's hanging out with David Chappelle and Erica Badu, like, yeah. They, you can tell this guy, he lives, he lives exactly what he's rapping about. Um, positive dude, but also he's like, if you mess with my family, I'm going to hurt you. You know what I mean? That kind of, and you know, I think I forgot the the thing he brought on his um, IG, but basically like family is my purpose, like family, which is most rappers, rappers ain't, yeah, they'll talk about family, you know, the gang or the drug life, but that's, that's his brand. So I definitely would, uh, check him yeah, out um that's cool very very talented dude got a lot some of his some of his music is like energy fires you up like he, you know he's texas too so he got that you know that texas of uh, flavor to it um but yeah definitely check it out that's your homework guys check out toby nigue um super super good uh pull my gig comes in with the last joke of the night he has been rocking with the island boys and lizzo <sighs> You want to talk about Lizzo before we leave, or you just want to talk? That's that's another thought for another day. I don't I don't mind Lizzo. I don't listen to that music, but I like what she. I don't know. I'm the Island Boys are those two funny looking dudes, right? Yeah, they 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 can't rap on beat. Yeah, no, they're I, like I'm they're just to listen to yeah, it. They, and, I, uh, and no, like the Island Boys singing thing was kind of lame, but he they still continue to make music. I, I think I listened. I tried listening to maybe maybe two or three days ago. I'm like, they're punchline. Punch rapping they're on the beat and it's not cool. It's not Silk the Shocker yeah. off beat. But like, okay, yeah. this is kind of interesting. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's actually hurting my ears. So I, it, it, when you look, I mean, I hate to be this guy, but I, when you look and act like that, I can't take it serious. I can't listen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just can't do it. I can't. They're, they're of course, yeah. of course, pull my gigs listings. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys on that note uh another hour and 20 minutes fly by you know talking to you guys appreciate you guys in here um you know hit like share subscribe um you may forgot you may think you subscribe subscribe to the channel yeah it all helps us out um we enjoy doing this like i always say it's the highlight of my week talking about what we want to talk about and you guys yeah timing yeah. in um, you know. Let us know in the comment section, guys, if you don't mind. What would you guys like to see? You know, we we come up with topics and things. If there's topics around hip hop, uh, sports, relational things, um, fatherhood, you know, just things. You know, if drop a comment if there's something you'd like to to see us talk about on the show in the next upcoming weeks. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, and you know, we go ahead, we have some plans. We have some plans. Going to be some exciting plans coming in the next couple of weeks. So, oh yeah, stay tuned, stay locked. Appreciate you guys. You know, seeing the same names in the chat. Make you know, we're really, really grateful that you guys. You know, take your time to listen to us because you could be doing anything else. You could be watching or listening to anything else. So, we appreciate you taking a little bit of your time, your busy schedules to check us out. Um. I had another uh, artist, but I, I totally forgot. Well, you know what? I'll let you guys know next week. All right. On that note, we're out of here, Pedro. Deuces. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>